I, I don't know anything. Victorious movies. I, I, are you playing something? I thought you were playing the, Starring... you were playing the audio. I don't even... It's in Russian. Yeah, just, it's in just, Russian. Just turn it off. All right. This okay. is... I don't know. We need something upbeat. I'm just going to play... You're going to play a different song? Just this clapping. Oh. Welcome to oh. Movie Victory, another exciting episode where we talk about movies and science and math, and we um, we get into it. We get into... And hedgehogs. Yeah, today we have a special episode where we're talking about the short, short film about a hedgehog who... Um, it's lost in the fog, you might say. Um, yeah. That is... And also maybe lost in the sauce? Lost in the sauce. Could be. Um, I guess if you mean the, the water. With me, as always, is um, my uh, listener host, Huey JPEG. Huey JPEG. Huey, Huey JPEG. Wiki Wah Wah. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Um Thanks. Yeah, so it's it's been a while since our last episode because we sure. were, were done watching stories that were about people in bad relationships, I think. I feel like that is really what... Yeah, that was a brutal year for us watching over 100 movies of couples arguing. Yeah. Really had to take a break. One too many. I feel like 99 movies like that, no problem. I think that would have been wise. Yeah. 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 Or maybe just one a week. We should have gone with 56. Yeah. It was how many weeks are in a year? Fifty. It's fifty-six. Fifty. Five. 50. Five zero. Um, huh. Yeah. Little known. Some trivia for the show. Because uh, <laughs> of Leap Day. Yeah, I guess right. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, I feel like I now kind of want to look it up to make sure, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's fifty. It's fifty-four. Is it fifty-four? I was. I got it wrong with fifty-six, and then you said I thought you were joking with fifty. It's fifty-four. Fifty-four. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of weeks. I know. No, I've just looked it up. It says 52. What? 52 weeks. Yep. Ugh, I don't trust time at all. It says 52, very specifically. Uh, a calendar Ridiculous. year consists of 52 weeks and 365 days in total. Um, huh. So we were both wrong and we both learned something. Yes. That's valuable. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Uh, I hope if you're yeah. listening to the show, you listen to this whole bit, and you didn't listen to our earlier versions of the wrong information. Uh, I guess we could just edit that out. Ah, it's 52 weeks. Yeah, I'm going to keep it All in. All right, there we go. Okay. I'm gonna keep... <laughs> nope, I'm keeping it in. All right. No cuts. Okay. Sure. So, Why not? Hedgehog in the Fog. Uh, did you show it to your, to your children's? Um, my um, singular child did actually watch some of it with me, and I had it. It's ten minutes long, and um, I That's sat right. down and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. You know, I did a did a trail run this morning, and uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was kind of brutal. I fell a couple times, and oh, no. it was um, yeah, I don't know trails. And then I did my long run last week where I did a hundred miles. And then I'm like stumbling and injured from this trail run, and so I was kind of annoyed about that. So I was a little distracted as I was watching it, um, and I could. Did you only watch it the one time? Well, this is what happened. So I watch it, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm 
remembering what happens and then it's over. And so I had to go back. I was like, I, I started replaying it again like after two minutes because I feel like that's when I stopped paying attention. And so tried it again, but then, you know, this, the same thing happened. I was just like, what? No, what happened? Got distracted. <laughs> Got distracted. Deep in thought. Um, and so... The, well, that's what the film's about. And then my daughter came down and we watched it. She was very interested in it. She was just following along, just, you know, trying to tell her mother to come in and check out the hedgehog. Um, and then just Beautiful. the horse and just like... And mm-hmm. so, so, so I feel like now, could she read? N- no, because it is in Russian, and there, there are subtitles. See, I like that even more. I love that it captured her attention. Yeah, despite the fact that she's receiving none of the dialogue. The dialogue the was not important in this story. I could, yeah. Oh, I disagree. Okay, well, I was just, I was almost annoyed by the by the dialogue of it. Uh, by the hedgehog. It's really just a monologue of the hedgehog talking to himself. For ten minutes. Yeah, I guess it's you have the narrator kind of. Oh, the narrator. Yeah, but yeah. then you have the people that are like, "Oh, I we're supposed to get some raspberry jam. <laughs> get some. That's the hedgehog. Get some raspberry. No, see, the other hedgehogs. You know, they're like Matt. He he didn't. You know, at the end. What? There's no other hedgehogs. Well, whatever those creatures are that are like his family that are looking for him. Um, that they were like when they. Oh, the the person he's going to meet. Uh, is a bear. Is a bear. Whatever that character was that was like looking for him at the end, and then he was just like complaining so about the. For anyone who hasn't seen, for anyone who hasn't seen the film, Hedgehog in the Fog is a classic Russian fairy tale, animated by the great Yuri Norstein. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. There's multiple. Uh, people that have uploaded it and a simple little hedgehog who we assume is a boy is going on a walk to meet with his friend to have some raspberry jam along a fire I'm gonna put juniper twigs on the fire all the specifics seem very Russian and unrelatable but that's fine because it's cute along the way there's an owl there's uh, a snail there's a butterfly uh, there's a, a dog that helps him out, and uh, and of course there's a mysterious horse in the fog. Uh, so it's really one of those you know the journey more than the destination kind of things. But I also think it has a lot to say about this little hedgehog's existential crisis on his way to meet his friend. What you doing there? You got a cat? Yeah, I think this is a cat. Yeah. Are you distracted? Are you not paying attention? I'm, I'm like the hedgehog. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yes, that is what happens in the story. Is the hedgehog goes on a journey, um, and raspberry jam is involved. I definitely remember those parts. And uh-huh. yeah, the the scary snail, which was bizarre. It's just like when it, when all the sc- I don't know if it's scary. It was the scary images kind of cut in, and it's just like. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. It's like a snail. And the music, right. and it's like a snail, and you're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a leaf will fall down mysteriously, and then a snail, like the shadow of a snail, will come out from under it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, snails aren't that scary. Um, but well, I don't think the snail was supposed to be scary. You, you can tell by the the music that they use at that part. Maybe the snail uh, was more of a surprise. But the hedgehog was very panicked yeah. at that time, and uh, that's true. He was he was scattered, running about. Um. 
Yeah, so it does have hedgehogs in it and animals, and there's animation and then some live action. <laughs> My daughter was very impressed with the when we saw the we water. Saw real water. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. she was just like, oh, yeah. oh, wow. She said, wow. Really? Yeah, she does. She, she, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm not quite sure how they did that either. Yeah, but she, uh, that's one of her go-to's. I didn't wow. Know. wow, wow, wow. He right. was very impressed with well, the owls. This... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Gets... Oh, there's a wonderful sequence where the owl and the hedgehog take turns yelling and cooing down a well, and the echo comes back at them, and they're very amused, very childlike. Yeah, it was. Um, um it's great. Children do like it. Uh, children tested, children approved. My daughter sat through. That's right. The whole thing. The whole, well. I love it. Or whatever, five minutes of it. Um, Wait till she can read words. She's going to love it. Yeah, I'll probably do other things. I'm not going to just sit around and wait for that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> things... Until then, <laughs> just you wait. Things will different. Uh, be different when she can start reading words. Mm-hmm. And putting them together. Uh, I don't know. I, sentences even. This is a go-to for me. This is a go-to film. Uh, the Yuri Norstein collection is one of the few DVDs that I own. Uh, although I can get it on YouTube for free, so it seems silly to own it. But if there's ever a digital blackout and the internet's gone, you better believe I'm going to be watching Hedgehog in the Fog. Uh, because I feel like when I have like a stressful day, or like an, or maybe not stressful, a particularly long day, it's like comfort food almost. Like I come home and I put on this silly little 10 minute thing, and it's just, it's sort of quiet and. Uh, mysterious and then I can it puts me in a different register in a different mood um, but I've also watched this movie a hundred times and you've seen it once oh well three times great um, uh, but I do think that what the hedgehog is talking about is important okay well you can expound on your your many views um, if you if you want to get into <laughs> what his uh, thoughts are. What What is in the fog? Can you choke on the fog? I don't know. Oh, Maybe well, I... what is in the fog? Well, we know one thing in the fog, and that's the, the horse. horse. The fog. But we'll get to that later. But can you... How does uh, the horse survive in the fog? The... We're not going to talk about Judy. Then he, okay. then he continues to go um, on, and he says... We're not going to talk about Judy and the dream of horses. And, in, and there he goes in the fog, and then... Maybe gets lost. So... As the film starts, the hedgehog is en route to see his friend, and he's talking out loud to himself. He's hyping himself up about what he's going to do. So to me, this film is about uh, anticipation. The whole time he's talking, he's not looking at what's right in front of him. He's saying, oh, when I finally get there, we're going to do this. We're going to put twigs in the fire. We're going to eat our sandwiches. It's going to be so great. And he's not really looking around. He's in the fog of his imagination. And then anything that appears, he gets distracted, whether it's the owl or the butterfly or the horse or whatever. And that also causes him to lose his bag of raspberry jam at some point, uh, which causes him to worry. Um, but he gets that. And he gets lost. He gets and the raspberry jam back. Don't worry. From the, the kind old dog. The kind old dog yes, who at first I, scares you, and then you're like, oh, it's a nice dog. And, you know, so. Right. But. I mean, if I really had to, I would rather people just watch it, but I think if I had to sum it up 
as I'm going to tell people right now late. not to watch it. That's fine. We <laughs> separate reviews. I would say anyone on the planet, please watch this at least once, if not many times. you got times. other things to watch. Uh, I mean... It's only 10 minutes, literally. Yeah, but it is. Your child loved it. Okay. Uh, if I had to sum it up with just a bunch of descriptors, the film's about anticipation, it's about distraction, it's about worry, it's about wonder, uh, it's about uncertainty and what it means to feel lost, it's about yearning, uh, and, you know, also, like, fear of the unknown and confusion. Like, I think the water represents, like, his existential crisis. Like, first, they're... They see the reflection in it, and then secondly, he at some point when he feels utterly lost, he just gives himself to the river, and you know gives himself to something bigger than himself, and like lets himself be led along, um, you know, lets the river take control essentially. And then that's the other thing we didn't mention. There's some mysterious stranger creature in the river who helps him. Who he talks to? Who I get? My guess is I always imagine an alligator, but I don't know. Um, and then he finally gets to his destination. And then the tragic thing for me about the story is he can't be present with his friend. The thing he's been waiting for the entire story that he's been talking up and saying, "Oh, it's going to be so great when I finally get there." And he's not paying attention to his surroundings, so he's distracted by all these things, like the the horse and the everything, the fog. Uh, and then he finally gets there, and he can't be present. He's only thinking about hindsight, and he's just confused. Why was the horse there? What's going on with that? And so I think it is about uh, presence, which we talk about a lot. Um, and I think the hedgehog is is kind of a tragic, comic little figure because um, he's just stuck in his head. I think that's the fog. That's my review. That's how that's how I feel about it. The review is over now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anticipation, distraction, worry, wonder, uncertainty, yearning, uh, hindsight, confusion, being lost, the journey and the destination, blah, blah, blah. All that. It's all in there in 10 minutes. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Great little kids movie. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, would, uh, I would agree with uh, yeah what you said about and like looking at it. Um, I guess I'm not maybe super sad about maybe it's just the age of the hedgehog i'm like he's, he's still got a lot to he's mm. got a lot to learn so it is kind of mm -hmm. like well, that's why it's a good kid story yeah. you know it's a cautionary tale oh, i don't know it's not really it's a cautionary, cautionary tale it's sort of like a <laughs> yeah, it's not a caution. i mean in a weird russian way it's be aware of your surroundings even don't if it's difficult go in, the and you're fog. in the fog no i mean i'm uh, i mean yeah. i feel like he he learned a lot by going in the fog uh, yeah. So yeah, go true. in the fog. Can you? I mean, he's a curious hedgehog. He's like, he's like, mm -hmm. what is going on with this fog? This horse is in it, and so um, he is present in moments, uh, or at least when he's very mm -hmm. interested in his surroundings. Um, but he has a very active imagination, the hedgehog. And um, yes. And, yeah, when it, you're right. When he's distracted, he's distracted only from his own imagination. Right. Which causes him to be present by, whoa, I wasn't expecting that to be a, you know, a horse in the fog. Right, and who wouldn't be, like, into what's going on with the horse in the fog, you know? Like, you stumble upon... We all want to know. Yeah, you're, like, stumbling around, and then you see horses, fog, you're just cute in. You're just, like... And a white horse at that. Right. 
and you're like a rare color of horse. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, yes. I don't know. Russian fables are very strange. It's not like Aesop or something where you're like in a in a half a page you get you get the point right away. Russian fables there's always this weird ambiguity. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Hedgehog in the Fog, and I'm a fan of hedgehogs as you know. I mean, there's also of course Sonic the Hedgehog, who we've talked about many times before. Shout out to. Uh, I'm going to do a plug, Sonic the Hedgehog Part 2, coming out April 8th, 2022. I'm not being paid to say this, I'm just stoked. And I, I'm, not only am I not being paid, let me just say to the marketeers of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, you made a, you made a mistake, my friends. April 8th? Come on, you could have done April 1st. April Fool's Day, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming out. Would have been beautiful. Idiots. Bump it up. Let me see it a week are early. Are you going to go see it in the theater, you think? Yes. You are. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I wasn't able to see the first one in the theater because of because uh, the world started ending. And that, in and that is your so. main complaint about COVID, is the fact that you couldn't see Sonic in the theater. I mean, you've said that many times. Um, <clears throat> well, I did like that it made that Sonic was one of the top films of the year that year. Yeah. Whatever year that was, 2020. In hindsight, in 2020, Sonic the Hedgehog did quite well, fared quite well financially, because it had almost no competition whatsoever. I gotta say, I don't need a sequel. I'm like, I'm not really... I'm, I love it. I'm waiting I'm, for it. I, I need it. Not, <laughs> this is one... I did, we've talked about the film. I'm, I'm just alright on it. It was definitely worth watching one time. Uh, I do not... <laughs> Listen, we got we're gonna have tails. They didn't even introduce all the I characters. We got Idris Elba playing Knuckles. I do okay, not very need cool. a tails storyline. I don't need it. I'm just You probably won't get okay. one. Okay, alright. I just <laughs> You probably won't he'll just <laughs> be there sometimes. <laughs> and also they're introducing Knuckles, which I thought they would wait till the third one. But apparently Idris Elba's playing Knuckles? Crazy. And also James Carey, who you know I love. Right. He's going to be big and fat. He's going to look like Robotnik's supposed to look. And so. that is something no thin comic has ever done, is dress up like an overweight comic. That That is just breaking new grounds. But I think that's, that's, that's the true. first time I've heard of any, any comic uh, genius thinking of that. Wearing a fat yeah. suit? Yeah. I yeah, love that's, it. That's, that's just it. a crazy idea. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what? Jimmerd Carey is a nutty professor. He's, you know, he's a real he's an innovator. He's a goof. Yeah, he's an innovator. Yeah. Um, who knows what what he'll think of next? Maybe he'll dress up like a woman. Maybe that that would just be, that no. would be crazy. No, no one's ever done that before. That would be too. Uh, or, or well, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, I guess every Shakespeare, Monty Python, every actor, and that's in it, that though. time period. Uh, well, not yeah. every actor, but, but well, because women weren't allowed to act, yeah, because and we've now learned that they're actually very good. At right, it. which you think would have been a no-brainer, but you got to just give them the benefit of the doubt. They just didn't know for sure. They were just like, well, they had a lot to do back they then. They were just like, all right, I, I, I th those are funny things to even think about. I, I shouldn't. They're like terrible things, yeah, but yeah. like just the logic to be like. Yeah, acting, writing poetry. These are men-only professions. And like, uh, <laughs> or there's a great yeah. letter. I shouldn't say a great. There's a there's a horrific letter that Walt Disney wrote to a woman telling her that she would not be admitted into his uh, animator studio 
um, because she was a woman, and and that you know it just it was impossible for, for women to to be creative was basic was, was basically what she what he wrote you know it just wow. like such different times it's wild that that's like less than a hundred yeah, years ago not that long ago it's just he's basically like women <clears throat> that's crazy can't be creative you're just not wired that way it's like this is why yeah. i'm i think it's so silly when they t when the internet takes any historical figure yeah and they're like no he was bad he was misogynist or racist and i'm like of course he is he lived in 1943 mm, yeah everyone was it's obnoxious you know well, it doesn't anyway. make it right, but yeah, you, it's a different time period. No, yeah, oh, no, no, I'm not. Right. Of course, I'm not saying I, that. I'm just saying people are a product of their era. Yeah. And then the ones that, the only only the ones who genuinely fought and spoke up are we aware of, of which there's like five in every decade, you know, in every country. There's like five people that are like, hey, that's not okay. And now they're, you know, venerated civil rights activists or whatever. I mean... A little bit more complex, but we don't have to get into it today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, we're just talking about. We're here to talk we're about. We're here hedgehogs. to talk about hedgehogs. Okay. Yeah, because I, I do think there's more good people in every time period than you're giving credit for, but we definitely do not have to go. Uh, That's true, but I'm saying history doesn't give right credit to all of them. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. history is just such a fraction of everything. So I feel like people would take way too seriously what we read. I always tell you know I don't know if you've ever thought about it, just like. We believe in this country that the Wright brothers are the first aviators, but that's not what everyone else believes in every other country. You grew up in China. You oh yeah, we're in a little right. bubble in America. Every, but everybody is. Every country has their own. Like I, when I was younger, I thought about that. I was like, man, it's weird that Americans have kind of been the first to invent everything. And then when you get get yeah. older, you realize it's like, oh, that's what every country tells the people that live there that. Their country is the best, and they, they, oh, they've yeah. invented. I mean, take Russia. Invented everything. Yeah, yeah. Russia. Russia, for instance. Sure. You know, I'm sure they they pump into their education system the fact Polish you know the cosmonauts and, and, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, America's strange. Just, yeah, we're just as bad, and it's kind of like oh, the Wright brothers in this one category are the first, and it's like oh, these other people are the first in this different cat. It's just it's just stupid. Um, it's silly. It, you know, this is why I'm pro uh, globalism. You know, just get rid of the border. Just let's just have everybody be chill. Let's just invent teleportation. We'll all go wherever we want. It'll be so nice when we're long after we're dead. We are gonna die, and um, yes, that's what I've actually come. To Something that Hedgehog <laughs> in the Fog speaks to. Yes. Um, Impermanence. Yeah. So there's that going on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's been a crazy time. I feel like I've been very distracted. I had the the race last week, and then just stuff with work and at school, writing papers. You're ra you're racing cars now? No, just doing that. I you know running a hundred miles. I was just stressed out about. Oh, a leg race. Yeah, with my feet. Um, just wow. Yeah, yeah so. Very old school. Twenty four hours, twelve minutes and ten seconds is how long it took me to run a hundred miles. And um, you ran for 24 hours without sleeping. Without sleeping, no sleep. I did pause. Are you I did okay? Stop, um, get some water. Get some stuff to eat. You know, there was plenty of people along uh -huh. the way that were there to help you. Got some potato soup. I broke my um, no soda. I drank some soda, which which oh, wow. was helpful because it was like my stomach was bothering me a little bit, and I was like, the uh -huh. guy was like, you should have some ginger ale, and I'm like, never drink soda. 
And um, the ginger ale wasn't great, but Sprite, I was like, man, Sprite really does kind of calm your stomach. Um, I'm not, I didn't, I, mean, buy any, sugar I didn't buy any soda. As you well know, uh, sugar is bad for you in general. Yeah, but absolutely. In tiny doses, it, it does uh, it does things to your organs and brain. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that <clears throat> happened. I drank some soda. Um, and uh, I guess those are the kind of things I've been thinking about now that the race is over uh there needs to be more vegan options in ultra races in general but this race was pretty good it had a uh, lot of options i wonder if the person that won the race just eats meat i mean just gets regular old protein <laughs> i mean there's a lot of vegans in in ultra sports uh but yeah i don't know i don't know about the, the person who won what his preferences or not um a lot of lean lean meats no fat Oh, but that's, it's kind of the terror, like, they give bacon and stuff like that. Um, but, oh, but it's wow. not, uh, it was, no, it was good for the most part. There was a lot of, uh, options I could eat. It was just, like, nighttime when they had a lot more, um, heartier options, like cheese quesadillas and, uh, uh and just pieces of bacon for people. But, yeah. I mean, it's all fuel, you know, it's, it's, it depends a lot on people's microbiome too, right? All that kind of stuff. But I had like a tortilla, which was, which was good. At uh, what point? I feel like I, I feel Carb. like people eat too, too much. Um, I definitely felt like I was like using the bathroom. I was like, I don't, I didn't really even need as much as I ate. Um, uh. but anyway, yeah. I mean, one of the most yeah. popular uh, ultra runners in the sport is is vegan, so it's it's not. So there's there's a lot of vegans in this in the sport when you talk about like even the most successful ultra runners are typically vegan um but that doesn't change like still there's a lot of people that are just kind of like this toxic masculinity of just like oh, i'm just gonna drink alcohol as i run and <laughs> eat bacon and it's and it's oh, like uh, yeah you're gonna feel awful and <laughs> if you do that right. and they do they do they do feel awful um especially when they're done i bet i bet there are moments much like the hedgehog in the fog, where he feels oh, yeah. great, you... and then absolutely, yeah. And I'm, and I'm not because again, anything you put into you is going to do stuff to your brain, you know, while you're digesting it. So much of the race is mental, though. So I can't. I'm not even judgmental yeah. about whatever people do because it's like you got to just do things mentally to feel better. Drinking during a 24-hour race is insane. Though. Yeah, I. It's, it's crazy. Wild. I mean, I knew somebody yeah, that there was just alcohol. That, I knew somebody out, that told me shots out if you like wanted to take, take yeah, a yeah. shot. <laughs> hey, everybody's got different kinds of fuel. Yeah, you know, their microbiomes are. They're probably just alcoholics, and their microbiome at this point in time <laughs> needs it because they've never detoxed. I, I guess. Uh, you Doesn't know. seem smart, but like, so, I mean, I knew somebody that would uh, in their like thermos or whatever you call it. Not thermos. What do you call the thing you take to the gym? The squirt bottle thing. Water bottle. <laughs> Are you trying to, yeah, are you trying to anyway, say water bottle? In their bot in their in their portable permanent their bottle sport thing. Bottle. Sure, let's go with that. In their sports cup. Uh I knew somebody that would spike their drink and go to the gym and like get on the treadmill and like get drunk. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, you just I'd be like you know you're just sweating it out, right? And they're like, That's the point. And I was like, Okay. I was like, you know, you're just deteriorating your organs while you sweat it out, right? And they're like yeah, but it's fun. And I was like, all right, hey, your, your body, your choice, whatever. I just thought it was so insane because I, I feel like I'd be so tired afterwards. I've definitely drank and ran, like, 
back and forth and there's there's runs that people do that where it's like drinking and running specific runs mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. so it's, it's not i mean depends on how much you drink if you're like drinking a beer and then you go out and right. run you're gonna be fine you know you sweat it out beer, but yeah. if you're like you're chugging five beers and then you're going for a run yeah you're gonna be vomiting pretty quickly um but uh, well, you know, I was gonna say, but not that good you're... regardless. But yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Well, alcohol is poison. It's yeah, never it's really never good, good for you. you. It's yeah. just fun sometimes. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, I was about to say it's a, that your you know general being healthy and going on a very large run. That's what they call it—a large run. <laughs> yeah, large run, long um, run. That's an ultra run. Is a total contrast to my last couple weeks where I was just on a. Bender. Okay, I was, I was gonna uh, say you. A friend came in town for my birthday, and I was just drunk and on drugs every day. And a have the person left a couple of days ago, and I have just been sleeping beautifully off and on, like sober sleep for the last like thirty six hours. Uh, I feel great actually. I like I sweated it out while sleeping. That's that's the contrast to running. That's what I did. Uh, but now that I'm hearing that people get drunk and go on runs, I'm sure some of them are getting high and you don't even know it. Maybe it's not so different after all. Oh, getting high and running? Oh, yeah. I would... Yeah, well, mine was just because I had a good friend come in town for a couple weeks, and although I did have to work at the library some days, most nights it was like, what are you going to do? Let's get, you know, let's get fucked up. Uh, And that was for, you know, so like I said, I was on a bender. A lot of recovering uh, addicts um, end up getting into ultra running. It's not like a hundred percent, not a hundred percent, but it's uh, it is. It feels great. It I'm sure something that uh, people do. Um, yeah. Well, I'm. I hope you're feeling like better now. I guess you had some time and. Just... Oh, I feel much better. Yeah. It's just that that first day is tough. By the second day, I start feeling really great. I get really good quality sleep. Mm. I mean, as you can see, well, as you can see, listeners on this podcast, uh, I am in a robe right now, and I just woke up an hour or so ago, uh, watched Hedgehog in the Fog, which I love. Uh, oh, we should do ratings. You're living the life. Well, well, I don't know about that. I'm still pretty poor, but yeah. But you, you've, you've had a, you, I'm getting you by. Had, you've had a week, and having a week fun. of drugs and drinking and, deba- two and debauchery. Two weeks. That's definitely two more weeks. time. Less debauchery than, than you before. Than you would have preferred? Less debauchery than usual. Okay. Well... I yeah. Guess drinking... Well, I'm not really dating anyone right now, so there wasn't much to debauch. Oh, well, that's a shame. Uh, so. but... No, I know it's great. I, being single is a lovely. Okay. Well, feeling. well, good. I'm glad you're but... you're having a good time. Um... Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Had we tried, had the schedule to record this been yesterday, unthinkable. I just would have slept through it. But now that I've slept quite a bit, I feel I feel pretty feel good. good. Okay. Yeah, we could do rating. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. You having never seen this, and uh, having seen that your child was completely enamored by it, and I hope you show it to her again sometime down the road. What do? You, how do you feel about this? This little, this curio, this little fun little uh, children's cartoon. Uh, I mean, it is a children's cartoon that's like you know worth turning on for your for your child. I guess I didn't love the quality of the YouTube version, so I would love to be able to watch it in mm-hmm. better quality. Um, mm, that's fair. But uh, 
That's why I have the DVD. Right. The DVD, I'm sure, is preferable. I wish you could kind of buy that stuff, um, like, on a video store and, like, HD quality. Um, that would be nice. Because it, it was visually interesting. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know how they do the fog in animation. It's always sort of perplexed me. I'm like, how... Are you drawing that? Are you putting it? Like, what is happening? I thought I was convinced there was a mixture of animation and live, uh, live action throughout. Yeah, yeah, because the water. Yeah, so I, I was. The water seems very real. I, I was for sure like, is this? There, yeah, there just seemed to be some live elements that I thought was cool, which made it kind of special. Was that it was this? Uh, yeah, it was a mixture of. It's almost a little bit of a storybook um, vibe to it. I don't know if you've watched that Fox animation, but I guess I kind of thought of, thought of that. Uh, or is it which one? That I told you about. It. I was like, oh, yeah, I like, I really like this Wolfwalkers. I don't know. I don't know if you ever saw. Oh yeah, you have mentioned yeah, this before. I, I really yeah, like yeah. that animation style in Wolfwalkers, which is also very much looks like, which is similar to the other uh, animations that that he's done. So that's not going to be incredibly new. Um, but yeah, I like that story a lot. So this kind of reminded me a little bit of that. It's really completely different of um, tonality, I guess. Um, just being a unique style of animation. Yeah. I am going to give this... It's hard because it's not a... I don't even... It's Is it even a short film? Like, what to even call this? Um, so I think I... It's an animation. It's, it's a animation. It's a singular animation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give this a one... Plush cow review. That is my review of it. Is one plush cow. Um, is that is that in Russian? Is that a Russian review? N no, it's just you know sometimes like you have a child and you want to give them like a uh, something to like hug and feel good about. And uh, we have a a cow that my daughter hugs, and it's just a oh a plush yeah, cow. Yeah, plush cow. And. Um, Okay, I think you said one plus how, one plus, and I was like, "The fuck does that one mean?" One plus how. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's why I was like, "What?" One plus how. Yes. One plus how do they do that? How do they do? You the know form? what? Actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go. It's a two plus how. Two plus how. Wow. Yeah. So that's okay. my. That's, that's fair. So the pedof the pedophysical rating is going to be a plush cow. Right. But the actual and your official rating is a two plus how two plus how yeah the, wow uh, yeah wow. the classic rating okay. the two plus how um what about you what do you got uh I mean it's clear that I love this movie like I said this is sort of like a like soul food for me where I, especially if I've had a bad day or even just a weird long day I'll it's a go to for mm. me I'll put it on it's like a nice bowl of pho and I'll just sit there well I should, should I should get fun and watch that's it that's sometime that's in the future yeah. yeah and uh, so to me this is obviously a star infinity rating a movie picture thank you star star with an infinity symbol inside of it because of the mystery of and here's the pedophysical rating. I gotta give this movie a big white horse named Judy. Uh, this movie is Judy and the Dream of Horses. You know, this is uh, this is the Lynchian uh, horse in the room that you're not allowed to talk about. Uh, it's great. 
Love it. So you you give it a plush cow. I'm gonna give it a big white horse. That sounds fair. But a real one, real one, not a plush one. See, I want to give it the plush one, so you know somebody can play with it. Um, yeah, so you can pass it down right. to someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. See, I want it to be wild and free. That horse can do whatever it wants. All right. That seems fair. Yeah. Um, All right. Did you have any ideas for what to do for another episode? I'm not going to say next episode, because who knows how they'll be released. Um, any ideas of what to watch for next week? I, I guess I do, but now it's almost like, what do we... What's our what's our theme? I guess we still had movies and our other theme to kind of do that I had lined up. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we could do one of the 100 couples arguing. I know, and it's just like, do we even want to get back into that, or do we want to change, like, our... our well, I think it was just Bergman. I think Bergman knocked us out. Yeah. Well, I think Bergman and the reboot together was It was a, it was, it was a lot, yeah. It was a lot. I know, I do kind of almost want to change the type of... Gears? Uh, yeah, change gears a little bit. Um, I'm That's kind of thinking... Oh, you know what? I guess I'm like, you huh. have never seen Time Bandits, right? The Terry Gilliam? Yeah, Terry Gilliam, Time Bandits. I think I saw it one time, but I was so high mm. that I remember none of it. I would be... That's a good... I guess I kind of like that comfort fantasy of Time Bandits. I wonder how okay. long it is. Um, but I was like, yeah, that's... Let me see. That's one I haven't seen in a while. That's one I could turn on when Vivian's in the room. Um, it's, uh, it's just under two hours. Okay. Well, then that's at least better than Adventures of Baron... Munchausen, which I think is long. Munchausen? Which, yeah. Wait, have you ever seen the original Baron von Munchausen? I think we've talked about it before, and I'm like, did, did, we haven't done it on the show, though. Um, so, no, I don't think I have. No. I've seen the Terry Gilliam one. Oh, it's great. I, maybe I watched the other one. I don't know. I've never seen the Terry Gilliam oh. one. I've only seen the... I can't pronounce his name. Um, I did watch um, the new James Bond movie just now. I guess this is unrelated, but we have dead time. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what did you? What did? Oh, I found it. Uh, on Criterion Channel, they have uh, the Carol Zeman version of Baron Munchausen, which I have seen and I, I love, and that's a comfort movie for me. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe we can. But I've not seen the Gilliam. Maybe I'll pick that after Time Bandits. I know that wouldn't be. And I wouldn't mind watching both versions of those. Some fantasy. Yeah, I know. I was kind of thinking. I was like, some fantasy is kind of. Fantasy themes. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's comfort, and uh, Christmas is definitely for me and a lot of people. When all the uh, Harry Potter movies, Lord of the Rings movies, and uh, Star Wars movies yeah. have come out for years, so it, it does seem like now it's kind of just like, oh, it's it's coming up December. What fantasy movie is coming right. out? I don't think there is anything coming out this year. It's so strange that Harry Potter movies are considered winter movies. I know, I guess... You well, know, just because that's when they release them, you said? I mean, not every year with, like, I know, like, almost Christmas Day was with Lord of the Rings, and that was a lot with uh, with the Star Wars 2. I don't know if Harry Potter was, like, always that on the nose. It was just kind of, like, the mm -hmm. fall season. I don't think any of them released over the summer, at least. I think they were always... Right. No, More definitely like not. Fall, winter. I think that makes sense. 
I think most franchises are pretty consistent with a, a, a time of year. Yeah, a time when they come out. Being released. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for whatever <clears throat> um, reason, I think fantasy in uh, the end of the year seems to be a theme. Um, right. Although everything got, got kind of uh, thrown up in the air and delayed in weird ways with the pandemic. I know. Uh, like, for instance, the James Bond movie. Right. Which... Um, we watched. It was delayed for almost two years. And we watched it at, at home, but we were like, "You." I saw it in the theater. It, it would be one. It would be cool to see in the theater because it does have just some great shots. I feel like that is probably my main thing I love about. Uh, I feel like the a few in the series. I'm kind of hit or miss about how I feel about them, but visually, this one just looked great, and there was some yeah. great location shots. Um, you know, I stopped doing it, but I saw it towards the end of October before my friend came in town in November, yeah. and uh, I enjoyed No Time to Die so much. Oh wow! That and well, just for wrapping up everything that they'd sort okay. of been building over the last ten years, I liked the way that they did it. Um, that I went home and and then over the next couple of days, I watched Casino Royale, which was great, uh, and I hadn't seen since it came out. And then I watched Quantum of Solace, which is a great story, and it's terribly directed. It's, like, really fast-cut, total different style than uh, Casino Royale, so I was disappointed. And then, actually, then my friend came in town, so I stopped. I was planning on rewatching all of them. What, what is it? Skylight, or Skyfall and Spectre? Yeah, Skyfall and Spectre. Are the other two? Which I know are better than Quantum of Solace, but... Um, I don't know, Quantum of Solace was... The editing was so obnoxious that it disinclined me to keep going, actually. Uh, but like I said, I really like the story of that one, but definitely the worst directed, in my opinion. Mm. Just obnoxiously edited. Um, but, yeah, I, re I enjoyed No Time to Die. I thought it was a good way to wrap up the Daniel Craig era. I thought it was very well carefully handled, I thought. It was yeah. Think? It was. Um, I feel like I'm. I don't. I don't think I like the series as much as you or my wife, who both seem to like um, the Daniel Craig a lot. Where I'm just kind of. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I of, love. He's my favorite Bond. I, for I sure. love Skyscraper. I feel like that. I guess the one you haven't watched. Skyfall. Thank you. Yeah, Sky. Oh no, I've seen all right, of them. But I mean, you. I've just only seen them when they right. came out. I haven't rewatched all of them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I don't think I've rewatched any of them, but I've, I saw them all when they came out. Um, Skyfall is probably the one I remember enjoying the most in the theater when I watched it. Yeah. Um, uh, Spectre, I remember kind of, but it was just like, oh, I was okay at the beginning, and then you were just kind of getting tired and what's happening. I feel like that's kind of mm -hmm. what went through. A lot happens in Spectre, Spectre. yeah. And I, I get... Although a lot happens in No Time to Die, No Time too. to Die. I mean, it's one of those movies that seems to have like three endings, almost. I felt know? a little bit of uh, just it's a little slow at times in No Time to Die, and then, like, they try to get through, like, so much uh, journeying in, in all of them, where you're like, he's there, and then he's there. Um, Sarah and I both... Oh, the globe yeah, hopping. Sarah and I both commented yeah. on it, just like, he's on a, a ship that sunk, and then he gets on a life raft, and then and then he's saved, and it's in two shots. It just shows him ship Life craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the one thing with James Bond movies is sometimes they cut out just how he survived. Right. It's, just, it's like they'll just show him drowning or being shot at, and then suddenly it's cut to, oh, he jumped to a different roof. Yeah, he's, he's fine. fine now. I know. 
But you just have to trust that he's the best in the biz. I mean, that's one of the fantasy elements if you, you're suspending your disbelief. Oh, right? sure. And I'm not, like, I'm just, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about, like, editing and just, like, world building. And you, when you have yeah. stuff like that, it is, it's kind of like what a lot of people criticized uh, the Game of Thrones for doing, where it can just kind of take you out of it. Um uh, mm -hmm. The characters. I thought of a joke while around. watching No Time to Die. Yeah. What was your joke? Which was because you know that they'll like he'll go to some meeting, you know, with the the people in the agency or whatever, and they're like, "You need to go to Cairo. You need to go to yeah. Russia." And then it's just cut to Russia. Right. And I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny just to have <laughs> like a sequence of every time James Bond was just on a plane for like nineteen hours?" Like, is that when he sleeps? When he has to travel? Because that's a long flight to go from Britain to Russia or fucking Barbados or whatever. Like, if he, I, I would love to just see James Bond travel time. Yeah. None yeah, of the action. The of the, just him taking a nap James Bond travel and having time. a martini. Yeah. And yeah. maybe he's, like, just such uh, a jerk in the cockpit. Like, nobody likes him. He's, yeah, he's a total... He, he, he refuses to talk to anyone. He's just like... He's that guy. And he's like... He's the celebrity that you're not allowed to make eye contact with him or you're fired. He's largely, yeah. like, uh, farting. Like, just he's sleeping and farting and everybody's just like, what is yeah. going on? This <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. You never you never see... Sleeping on the plane, he, like, has a nightmare and, like, grabs his gun and, like, shoots <laughs> so, something when he yeah. wakes up. Yeah. Completely traumatized. Total PTSD at all times. I mean, that yeah. would be true. <laughs> I guess I'm just like, yeah. you never see James Bond sitting still. Like, you know, it's just you don't see it happening. Right. Like, he's all, like, that's part of the thing. So it's just like, I'm sure they were thinking when, you know, they have the raft sequence and they're like, well, he's just going to sit in the raft? We can't have that too long. Just, just, yeah. just sitting there. No, we gotta, yeah. He's got to move. All right. He's standing in the raft. Right. And then he's then he's walking uh -huh. away because he's rescued. It's just like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see James Bond take a nap. Right. But because it's just. That's exciting. always running he's such a he's such a good runner i, I was talking to sarah about that's like true. the mission impossible the counterparts where it's like tom cruise is the the runner that's primarily what he does in all the mission they can sprint yeah. too but those are know, the big, big really. sequences and james bond can do that too but james bond can also drive and he can also fight you know where mm -hmm. tom cruise and mission impossible is not he does do the driving some but i guess you don't see a lot of fighting um, that from Tom Cruise in those movies. He also does a lot of the stunts. Well, all the stunts, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mission Impossible and James Bond have that similar thing of, like, they're always hanging off of something that's a thousand feet in the air while it's moving and someone's shooting at them, like that kind of thing, you know? I I really like... Action, action movies are silly. The last Mission Impossible movie, I thought it was a good return to form. Uh, where... You know, I've actually only seen the first one. Oh, really? See, I... Yeah, I've never seen that franchise. I don't know how much you would like. It is. It's kind of like people love it. Kind of like this, but then I feel like they're in the the Mission Impossible. They do a lot of uh, mask, you know, taking off. Like if you've seen the first one, like that's a recurring uh, thing in uh -huh. almost all of them, where you're just like watching a sequence and then somebody rips their face off, and you're just like, what, you know? <laughs> like so. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, some people really rewatch them, but to me, I'm like, oh, I loved it the first time. I I don't know if I'll ever want to rewatch it because I'm never going to be surprised again. And you get like a lot, mm, yeah, a lot yeah. of those surprises throughout them. And so, I guess that's one of my more fun, as as well as the the great just different set pieces and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I 
don't know if you would like them or not. I mean, I do like large-scale stuff, even though I've never seen the Mission Impossible or the Fast and the Furious stuff. Like, one thing that a lot of people don't like that I have a kind of muted respect for is I kind of like the Transformers movies. Yeah. It, just in terms of scale and set pieces. I mean, yes, they're, the dialogue is terrible, they're obnoxiously written, but the, like, the grandeur, like, the enormity of it, I mean, it's like that guy's commanding an army of extras and CGI. I mean, it's pretty impressive when you think of just the sheer scale of it. Uh, I think the Transformer movies are fascinating just to look at. It's like, oh, it's, um, it's like a, it's like an anime or something. It's so big. Um, but yeah, so I could see myself if I had the downtime getting into the Mission Impossible series, and I'm sure since there's seven of them, there's going to be two of them that I'm like, that one's really yeah. good, you know? But it's just like, will I get around to it? I'm not sure. Yeah, there's only so much time. And, I, and I'm with you. I feel like I can like movies just for spectacle. Um, and I've seen some of the Transformer movies, and it's just like, they're just they're just noise eventually, and it's just kind of like, I, I can't yeah. even appreciate this anymore. That's the main criticism, is the fight sequences are just... Noise. Yeah, and yeah. so visual. But noise. I like yeah. big worlds. I mean, I I watch most of the the Snyder cut of the the Justice League because I was just like, what is this? Because just like his weird worlds are always fascinating. And I won't say it was a good movie, but I was like, there, there were some moments that were good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. I'm curious. Have you seen the Green Knight movie? It's at the library for me now. I think I'm gonna watch that. I have not. That. I am not supposed to be good, but who knows? Um, right. I think there's someone else recommended it to me and told me it was good, so I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a new West. But A24 is A24 is nothing but you know hits and misses. Yeah. I mean, as as often as A24 makes an amazing film, uh, they make about three that are trash and nobody talks about, which is fine. You know, it's still pretty good batting average. Uh, sorry, what were you going to ask? No, there's the new Wes Anderson movie that I have not seen. The French... I haven't seen that French yet either. Dispatch, no. which I'm curious about. I was going to wait until uh, till I could just watch it at home, honestly. I don't see... I don't see a reason to shell out 20 bucks. Um, I might see it for my birthday if it's still in the theater then. I'm sure it's funny. I'm sure I'm going to like it. Yeah, no, I but... mean... It's just it's hard to, for me to see any movie in the theater. Period. I haven't seen anything for a long time. Um, but I right. I went and saw. Let's see. No time to die. I was gonna go see um, Eternals. Yeah. While my friend was here, but uh, she lives in Florida and she forgot to bring her vaccination card, mm. and so we couldn't get in. Which happened a couple different places. She has one. She's been vaccinated, but she forgot her card, which was because in Florida they just don't require it anywhere. Uh, and now in New York and California they do. And, uh... What else? I feel like I did see something else in the theater recently. What could it have been? Um, this is literally the only reason to have Letterbox is is because I have a terrible memory and I forget what I've seen recently. I forget to update um, it. I'm like, I, I, yeah, I have an update. I mean, literally the only reason I use it is if I watch something today, I just add it to the diary. I don't rate anything, I don't do anything else I just like seeing the I like to be able to go back to oh what did I watch in you know no. August of 2000 I, I'm whatever. with you like I do that for Goodreads most of the time even then I'm not updating everything I read um, mm -hmm. but 
yeah, letterbox. I tried to kind of get better at, and uh, I guess it, it is easier if you don't rate stuff because then you don't have to think about that. Um, I, I never think about that. It doesn't interest me at all. Yeah. Um, also, ratings just seem absurd because uh, I'm gonna look at it five years from now and be like, oh, that's unfair. I should have given it more. I should have given it less. Why did I like it so much? It's you kind know? of like it's like my reading's gonna my reading's gonna sure, change. But it's kind of like an interesting you know? like in time when you watched it, how you felt, like just a document of that. Um, right. Yeah, I right. guess it's not. If you know, oh. it's not a real like an objective rating. It's just kind of a gut reaction. Right. Um, that's yeah. I don't even bother. Uh, yeah, I saw No Time to Die, and then before that, I actually got to see they played Chinatown. Oh, that's right. In LA, so I got to see that. Yeah, um, but does, that's it. Does, recently. That, does Chinatown hold up? Did, did you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No, absolutely. Every time. We'll have to do <laughs> yeah, that at some point. Just like Chinatown. Yeah. I don't even know why I like this movie the first time. <laughs> uh, I I feel like I need to rewatch Chinatown sometime. I think I I'm like, do I have the Blu-ray? Did I buy the Blu-ray? It is great. It's a good one to. It's a good one to pick back up every couple of years and just remind yourself how good it is. Right, I watched Wonderf- wonderfully written. I watched it like two years ago, oh, maybe three years ago, and it just kind of blew me away, which I hadn't watched in a long time. I was like, oh wow, this is really hmm. one of the best movies ever. Um, right. All right. Well, anyway, um, plans for uh-huh. Thanksgiving. Are you aware of how problematic Thanksgiving is? No, that's, that's, yes, I have seen the internet. Bad. I am okay. aware. We don't need to get okay. into it. Fair enough. Um, my plans for Thanksgiving are the same as they have been for the last... I think we're going on year four or five. Uh, I'd have to check. I think, I think last year might have been the third year in a row. Uh, but I think every year since 2017, uh, there is a giant Jewish diner in LA called Cantor's that has a Thanksgiving plate. And so for 20 bucks you get the works. You know, it's the, the classic turkey, cranberry, potatoes, slice of pie, etc. There's like two other things. Uh, and I go, because uh, Cantor's is open 24 hours, and I go Thursday night and I order the Thanksgiving plate and I bring a little notebook and I write and uh, that's my Thanksgiving. I go to the Cantor's Deli by myself. It's great. I've been doing it for years now. It's become a, become a tradition okay. for me. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. And you're going to you're gonna have, with the fam, do you have a, a small one or do you go to an extended family one? It's going to be... It's going to be an interesting year this year um, because my brother is living in Spring, well, kind of in Springfield area, kind of by the Lake of the Ozarks now. And um, Oh, I love the Ozarks. Yeah, so he's over there, and um, he's got a big house because, you know, it doesn't cost much to buy houses there. And um, he's, like, excited for us to come and stay there. And so most of my family is making the drive and we're going to stay there um, Thanksgiving night and I'm probably going to my Thanksgiving day tradition is to go to this Kirkwood turkey trot run that I do every year Um, they do a three and six mile run and I do both of them and so it's just kind of fun to get a little run in 
on Thanksgiving morning, and then, um, and so I'm going to do that bright and early, and then we're going to drive three hours and spend it with my brother and his family and my dad and my mom and my grandma and my sister and her husband and her daughter um, and their two twins that are newborn. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'm not, I guess it's not going to be that long. I have to write a paper too. So that's my Thanksgiving plan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to getting to spend some time out of the house going visiting my brother and seeing what it's like out there in the, the country of Missouri. The Missourics. Oh, is it is it the Missouri part of the Ozarks? It's not the Arkansas part? Yeah, it's the Missouri part. In rural good. Missouri. Uh, yeah. But uh, he says it's pretty, so. Oh, yeah, you should go there in the summer sometime. Take your kids swimming in the lake, you know? That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe. That was my most of my actually all of my Ozark memories are uh, in the summer. Hmm. I had family that live just below the border of Ar of they're in Arkansas, um, but it's like very close to the border of Missouri, uh, and we would actually go there every year for Thanksgiving. Oh, cool! But that didn't feel like the Ozark. I mean, if you drove, you know, whatever twenty thirty minutes, you could go to the bluffs and you know dive off into the water. But we would always go to Arkansas every Thanksgiving on the, their farm. And they had like a fire pit and it was all very real food. It was like they would, you know, roast a real turkey over the thing all day. And, you know, the cranberries were like from their yard. And, uh, you know, none of the food was from a box. It was all very real food uh, for Thanksgiving. But again, the classic stuff, mashed potatoes and cornbread and all that kind of uh that cornbread, what do they call it? Oh, stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah. My favorite Thanksgiving part. Thanksgiving stuffing. I've never, I've Love never stuffing. liked stuffing. Um, really? There's different kinds. It's true. You know, cornbread stuffing is pretty, pretty darn good. good if you like cornbread. I haven't had cornbread in a long time, but I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not even sure what food-wise, um, but the, the sides are going to be all stuff that my, my my family can eat, and I don't know if I'm going to make something to bring, or my wife will, but I'm not too worried about it. Um, I feel yeah. like there's always some good options to eat, no matter what, and then it's not hard to make stuff. Um, so, but yeah, it'll be, I guess I don't really think about, I know you've, we've talked a little bit about the Thanksgiving food, I guess I don't really think about it that much, to be honest, like that never whatever the food is on that day has never really spoken to me as like uh mm. that is it really that's kind of how you feel about christmas interesting. yeah christmas i don't have food specifics either for sure like i know a lot of people do the same type type of big meal on both but i've never really i get my family has never really cared about the the christmas day meal like we would do a breakfast yeah, a which... lot of times you know mm -hmm. um, but never like a big dinner but yeah yeah, my post, uh, well, my mom's side of the family does a very funny uh, Christmas thing every year, or they used to. I don't know if they still do. My dad's side does the very traditional, you know, it's usually like a ham and like, you know. He's, he's, a, he's probably a honey baked ham guy. I bet he just buys them. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and my mom's side does uh, subversive Christmas, where it's like one year they had breakfast food for dinner, one year they had they just ordered Chinese, uh, one year they had pizza Christmas. You know, so it's just like what what food that we don't associate with Christmas do we want to eat? So that's what they do, and they change it up every year. Bar they had barbecue Christmas one time. Um, so I always thought that was amusing to like go from very traditional, you know, we're going to have what you're supposed to eat and we're going to read from the Bible when Jesus is born. We're going to give out the presents early so that grandma can go to go home. And then the other one's just like, you know, people drinking beer being like, Hey, it's Chinese food Christmas. You want another fried rice or whatever? We've so. definitely done Anyway, Chinese we... and pizza Christmas. And Chinese Christmas is not that unique just because uh, I guess that's a Jewish... Because they're, they're well, open. Yeah, and it's a Jewish thing, apparently, to eat Chinese food on Christmas Day. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, no. Keep go keep talking. You're fine. It is still like... Oh, that yeah. was it. But, that was the end of the story, but that's really. cool. Um, yeah, I don't know how much you care about these holidays. Um, for, I don't. Yeah. I kind of figured, but you do, and you do have kind of your own little um, tradition, which is kind of cool. I feel like I, yeah, for Thanksgiving, not, not for not, Christmas. For Christmas, I just have to do a video call to my parents. That's, that's it. it. That's all you do. Okay. That's a, yeah. I just do a video chat, uh, and usually I'll do a video chat with my dad on Christmas Eve because that's when the whole family gets together, mm. and then on Christmas Day I'll call my mom. Oh, well, that's nice so. of you. Yeah, well, it's the it's the least. Yeah, it's the least. I no, can. but I mean, I it's it's I guess it's tough too when you're not there. Um, yeah, I mean, I hardly ever come in town for the holidays anymore. The so. holidays are so much about the kids too, and so it's like I feel like for most adults that still enjoy the holidays, they're enjoying it through their child, and so it's it's very different. Um, I yeah, like I definitely have thought. Um, Maybe we do. We have enough Legos. I can make kind of a Christmas village, which is kind of fun. But but it's uh -huh. like, eh, it's kind of more fun now that I have a daughter. Otherwise, right, I don't know right. how much I. You, when when is? So, go ahead. What? When is your kids? When's your kids' birthday? July. Yeah, July. July. Okay. July seventeenth. I'm always confused. As when's your birthday? December third. Uh, yeah, so my birthday's coming up. Um, so, yeah. What's your kid's name? Any I feel like actually? I've actually tried not to say it on the podcast. We'll cut, the, cut this part out. Um, yeah, yeah. It just feels yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, I yeah. can cut it out. Um, no, I guess that's just like a whole thing with social media. Like, I talk about my dog, but it's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I try to be respect. I, yeah, not. Well, luckily, you can't really Google David Victory. So. Yeah, that's true. It's like my, I mean, I'm ungoogleable also. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, no, but I guess that, I feel like that's always the thing. Uh, I, I do have a tradition, which I don't know if we should incorporate in the show or not, uh, but I like to watch specific television shows for that holiday. Like, there's some Frasier Thanksgiving episodes that I'll watch, and like some community Thanksgiving episodes, and the same way thing with Christmas, I'll like watch those specific Frasier episodes and I don't know if you ever if oh, you ever get into that kind of thing where you watch the specific episodes uh, of television series 
Not so much for Thanksgiving, although I do sometimes do the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, but for Christmas, I always do the three same ones, and it's Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original cartoon, and It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Uh, I do those every year at some point. It's usually not on Christmas Day, but around the holiday season, I'll end up watching those as a nostalgia thing. Uh, and my my mom's side of the family always does a Christmas story because it always plays for like 24 hours. So that was always on in the background at, at Chinese food or pizza Christmas. Christmas story is the thing I think does the the Chinese food on Christmas Day. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it's on Christmas story. Yeah. yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. it's the only thing right. that's open. That's yeah, the exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, because the Chinese don't celebrate Christmas. Um, why would they? Uh, they have they have right. their own holidays. Uh, mm-hmm. we're okay, but that's cool. I don't know if we should do, but I I feel like for whatever reason I'm more nostalgic towards like television shows because there's a chance I watched them like like over the years. So like I guess that's why I love having any TV show that I, or like sitcom type show that I like, if I can like find the episode uh, for a holiday, I'll watch them. I didn't do it for, for Halloween this year. I didn't really watch any um, specific television shows for Halloween, which... Alright. Well... Sorry, my uh, my roommate texted me that there's something in the oven, and he is very correct. I thought we were only going to record for a half an oh. hour. Okay, well we can uh, we can finish up here. I wasn't sure. I mean, I just took the thing out of the oven, but yeah, we haven't talked about Hedgehog in the Fog for about forty minutes. All right. Well, so. I guess we should cut this episode short. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you ever want to do uh, some television shows at some point. Uh, my wife is a big Charlie Brown fan. I've seen those a few those, but I, I feel like I've never really been like, oh, I want to watch this every year. I do love It's a Wonderful Life, but I feel like rewatching it now that I'm older, I'm like, I mainly just remember the last thirty minutes. Have you ever watched it and thought about really? that, being like, wow, the first like hour and a half of this movie is like a real downer, and like, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. point. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites. Okay, well, we'll definitely have to do uh, It's a Wonderful Life, if not this year, at some point. Um, yeah. Okay. That seems have good. Have you watched the colorized version? No, I refuse. Yeah, I, I only watched the... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. It's just funny that it exists. Uh, I was like, oh, it's on Amazon Prime, and you turn it on in Amazon Prime, and it's the color version. This was years ago, and I was like, oh, I'm not, no, turn off color, watch other version. Um, it's so bizarre looking. Um, all right, well, this has been another exciting episode of Movie Victory. Join us next week when we yes. will talk about um, Time Bandits, which I'm excited about. Sonic the Hedgehog music. Movie! I am never going to watch that movie. Just forget it, Sonic. We're totally going to do Sonic no. 2. You can, you, you can do it by yourself. You can do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. You still have to be there while I talk right. about I'll it. I'll just, just say no comment. <laughs> Deal. All right. Deal.
Bye. All right. Goodbye. I was about to hang up the call and I was like, no, I need to. Anticipation, distraction, worry, wonder, uncertainty, yearning, uh, hindsight, confusion, being lost.